podcast examining the latest news and technology trends impacting product development teams in the heavy-duty on- and off-highway equipment industries. I'm Sarah Jensen, editor of OEM Off-Highway, and in this week's episode, I'll be speaking with Romaine Nicholas of Siemens Digital Industries Software about the ways system simulation technology can be used to aid design of off-highway equipment. Let's take a listen now. If you could maybe provide an overview of system simulation technology that Siemens is developing, maybe kind of going into how it works, maybe how it's used and what some of the benefits are that it offers. Yeah. So, so basically the, the system simulation solution uh, provided by Siemens is called SimCenter Amesim. It has been developed uh, more than 25 years ago uh, in France. And the basic, uh, the basic principle of SimCenter AMSIM is to, to provide the, the engineers that are developing off-highway equipment or, or components uh, a simple way to assess the different interactions uh, between the different components in, in a dynamic, in a transient, and in an accurate uh, manner. Uh, it allows basically to, to uh, use some presets uh, systems like valves, pumps, uh, mechanical parts, internal combustion engines, batteries, and so on, and to assemble them in order to assess, for example, the fuel consumption of a machine, the cycle time of a machine, the, the, the dynamic response in terms of NVH behavior of, of a system, all of that in, in a single uh, environment platform. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what are maybe some of the benefits or how do maybe engineers go about utilizing this technology? So the, the value to use uh, system simulation for engineers is to be able to start very early uh, in the development cycle, the, the integration work and to, to understand the different trade-offs that are in place when designing a machine, whether it's a, it's a tractor or an excavator or forklift or just a, a single subsystem. You can uh, very quickly uh, we talk about few seconds or minutes of execution time for a simulation. Uh, to quickly understand uh, the, the behavior, the future behavior of, of your system in terms of, uh, as I said, uh, fuel consumption, dynamic response, and so on. So you, you start very early in the development cycle. You don't need any uh, CAD, uh, for example. You don't need a lot of data coming from the supplier and so on. The other benefit is that uh, uh, you can integrate uh, all the models within your development process. So you can link uh, the models to your bill of material. You can link the model to your uh, product lifecycle management environment. You can link the results to your requirements. And by doing that, you can leverage the value uh, of the simulation engineers. And the last point is that you can connect uh, these simulation models to the to the software world. So you can connect to the software engineering teams, uh, the physical models in order to, to close the loop and to assess the, the, valid, the validity and, the, and to verify the control system uh, development activities. Mm-hmm. Okay. And are there any specific features engineers or other users of this technology are looking for or just uh, features for simulation technology in general that um, 
your guys' customers are looking for and Siemens is looking to provide them? Well, the, the first uh, thing that uh, engineers are looking after when using system simulation is the capability to model the, the complex system. And the current trend uh, in the heavy equipment sector is the complexity is increasing uh, for machines. So you have fuel cell machines, you have, uh, you have some batteries, you have a lot of thermal management, you have the cabin comfort with the HVAC and so on. And so the first feature is really to have a simulation model that is capable of capturing and modeling every thing in the machine. So that's the first point. The second point is that the, the system simulation tool must be easy to use and easy to deploy. It means that uh, this tool must not only be used by few uh, engineers in the company, but by most of the engineers uh, in the company and even people that are not engineers. For example, sales uh, specialists, applications uh, responsibles and, and trainers and aftermarket people and so on. And the last uh, thing uh, that is important for our customers is the fact that the models are fast uh, to execute. And are really, the point is really to get answers to your questions quickly. Uh, why? Because you, you may want to put the models uh, into the cloud uh, and connect the, the models to actual assets. So they must be very fast to get real-time answers to a real-time situation. Uh, but also uh, the, the fact to be to have fast model enables to do a lot of design exploration and optimization, to do a lot of trial and error, to do a lot of uh, uh, studies in a very limited amount of time, which is the, the time for a given project, for example. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and then are there any maybe current trends you guys are seeing related to how this technology, either how you're developing this sort of simulation technology or ways in which it's being utilized by customers? Yeah, so actually the, the current trend in the heavy equipment market is, is the fact that with the globalization, you have a lot of variants, a lot of configurations uh, for a given machine. And if you want to assess the potential of each variant and the value for the end customer of each uh, configuration, you need a simple way to assess all the configurations in a in few clicks. And this is clearly uh, a trend that we have seen and that we are answering with some dedicated tools, either a web application or desktop application that allows you to allows users to, to simply configure different machines with different engines different hydraulics, uh, different chassis, different transmission in very few clicks in order to quickly assess the potential of different configuration. The second uh, trend uh, that, is, uh, that is rising is the autonomous uh, machinery. So there are plenty of projects uh, and plenty of startups working on autonomous machines or autonomous systems. And simulation here is also an enabler. System simulation is an enabler to verify uh, different scenarios, different unexpected uh, scenarios or uh, situations that the machine may face and to virtually uh, validate that the machine is safe to operate in these different scenarios. If you don't have system simulation tools for the development of autonomous machine, you will spend uh, a lot of days, a lot of months, a lot of years by testing, field testing all the possible scenario that may happen in the life of an autonomous machine, which is not uh, sustainable. 
And the last uh, thing is the is a trend towards IoT, mm -hmm. so Internet of Things. So most of the machines that are put on the market today are connected. And uh, all these data that are gathered from the field can be leveraged in order to build, for example, a predictive maintenance algorithm that are relying on system simulation virtual sensors, for example. So there again, uh, you can connect the digital twin of your machine with the actual machine in order to provide more insights to the machine operator or to the fleet operator and offer new uh, business value uh, to the end customers through the, through the use of system simulation. And are there any um, changes or anything special you guys are having to um, maybe integrate into the simulation technology to help um, with the to meet help with these trends or like when somebody is developing some an autonomous vehicle or um, working on certain sort of IoT um, enabled equipment yeah. is. Is there anything special for the simulation technology to aid with that? Yeah, exactly. And, and so historically, the system simulation has been uh, relying on physics-based models, so models that are based on physical equations. Mm -hmm. But one uh, coming trend is the fact that uh, machine learning has been trendy uh, recently with uh, neural networks, technology, and intelligent, uh, artificial intelligence. And these uh, models that are called machine learning based models or data based models are coming to support the physics based model that are and that have been here in the market for, for a while. And what we see coming is the, the birth of what we call hybrid uh, digital twins that are a mix between physics based models and uh, intelli artificial intelligence uh, models like neural networks. Neural networks are good. Uh, because they are really fast, but they need a lot of training data. While physics-based models don't require a lot of training data, uh, can be very accurate and predictive, but uh, are not always very fast to run. So the combination of both is a very strong asset uh, to capture even more realistically uh, the physical behavior of a machine or of a system of a, of a tractor, for example. The other uh, innovation that will be uh, coming in the few uh, coming years is the automation of uh, the design exploration. Uh, so historically, a machine is, has always have had the, the same architecture with an internal combustion engine, a transmission, a hydraulic system, and a mechanical system, among other things. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are many uh, unexplored uh, way of operating a machine from the engineering point of view. And again, re relying on some intelligence artificial uh, capabilities, uh, we will provide some automation of design exploration capabilities that will, uh, depending on some input requirements and design constraints, explore a lot of possibilities in terms of uh, positioning of electric motors, in terms of positioning of hydraulic motors, uh, load sensing technology or not, internal combustion technology or not. All of this in, a, in an unexplored uh, area and automatically. So this is the a future uh, trend that we see coming to, to simplify the life of engineers that are exploring uh, new designs. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. 
Um, well, I think just the last question I had was, um, I know you're kind of touching on this already, but maybe are there any further ways that simulation technology will continue to evolve in the coming years or further needs that it will uh, need to meet for engineers? Well, another uh, point uh, we could touch upon would be the, the, the marriage uh, between the simulation and the test. Mm -hmm. So what we call model-based system testing, mm -hmm. where uh, you, could, uh, you can test uh, your asset uh, physically with some sensors, but having uh, a simulation model of this uh, machine running in parallel in order to enrich uh, the testing capabilities where sensors cannot be put uh, by doing some virtual sensor activities. On the other hand, uh, the testing uh, capabilities can enrich the simulation models uh, by uh, providing validation data. All of these real-time and in a synchronous manner in the same environment. This is what we call model-based system testing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today about uh, Siemens simulation technology and kind of how you guys see it progressing in the coming years. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of OEM Industry Update. Thank you again to Romain for providing his insights into the benefits of system simulation technology. And be sure to tune in each week for another episode to stay up to date on our ever-changing industry.